1: All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7 The Edge, the Friday edition. Fired up to be in here the 15th day of June 2018. Thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us. We're brought to you as always by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital US 165 North. in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Simply the best pet care you're going to get, folks, anywhere in the free world. Go see him, tell him you heard about it on Sports Talk 97.7, and specifically, The Edge. Uh, you can chime in, you could call us, you could text us. We got, we got calls all summer we'll take. Normally, we just let you text, but we're calling all summer. It's a call-friendly summer on The Edge, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline, or if you're really slow, it's 888 888- 993 7762 for people like me that are challenged trying to write down numbers.
2: Yeah, for those of you who uh maybe have this uh this fine Louisiana education, we'll be happy to recover uh, re- repeat that for you later on.
1: I, I do that in my sleep sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes as I just wake up, 888 888- 888- 888- 888- 993 7762. <laughs> my no, wife's that, like, "What are you?" Nothing. No, it's 1
2: 888 993 seven seven six two that's my
1: elevator voice no it sounds like you're taking X or something i
2: probably have been taking you know Somonex. the sleep
1: out we need to have a sleep apnea sponsor you know i'm not
2: one to to pass up a um uh medicinal aids on occasion um terry we just followed uh a legend jack oh, i love coach Thick-Pinth. isn't it the greatest um i just uh always enjoy seeing coach he's Taking good care of himself, he's out and about. He's, I think he, I think he still dabbles a little bit in the coaching. Uh, maybe puts on clinics or something like that. Oh, co- coach the, is great. I, I got what, what you. I've uh, spent an hour with him. You've, you've had a lot of fun.
1: Well, I actually learned a lot from Coach Thickpen, and mm-hmm. probably not the way you would think. C- true Coach Thigpen story. Uh, back in the day, I just came out of uh, college, and I was working. I was an assistant for Sidney Smith at West Monroe High School. Mm-hmm. And uh, coached against the uh, that state championship team. As a matter of fact, we beat them. We split with them that year, and they won the, the state championship. But uh, at any rate, so I would be the scout guy, uh, me and a guy named Coach Johnny Mercer. We'd always go scout. Uh, he's been around forever this way, too, but uh, we always go scout teams. So I think literally because Coach Thigpen used to laugh at me, uh, I think I went to more of his games than his wife did. <laughs> they're getting ready to play. A, and, you, know, you probably did. And, and at some point, like, I know everything they're going to do. Uh, yeah. One time you're like, hey, what should we run here? Oh, never mind. You already know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just you had such great basketball coaches uh, back in the day. You had Jimmy Jones at Carroll, uh-huh. Gary Armstrong at Washita Uh, Belton at Waspin, Sydney at West Monroe, Bob Curlin, late Bob Curlin at Bastrop High School, Mm. Coach Thigpen at Ruston. I mean, you had tremendous. Uh, Billy P. at Neville. That's right. You you had tremendous, tremendous basketball coaches every night out. Uh, You had to prepare, and you were coaching against really, really, really good coaches. Um, I just don't see the same quality of coaches these days as I saw back then.
2: Well, for one thing, they're uh, – Oh,
1: did he just say that? Yeah, yeah, I did.
2: Well, for one <laughs> thing, coaches and, – and they tended to stay at a position. Oh, yeah, they're, they're there for, for a while. For long periods of time. I mean, Billy P was at Neville for a long period. Uh, Jack was at Ruston before he got in the collegiate area. Uh, but if you – that would be a lot of fun to hear Jack reminisce about the high school coaches. Well, it's funny. In this area, too.
1: He uh, – when we came in in between the shows, we were mm-hmm. talking, I was listening to his Carl Malone recruiting story. Like, Coach, I got one that's similar. So I was a high school coach for a while, mm-hmm. took a job at uh, Navarro Junior College over in Texas. It's one of the premier junior colleges. It still is in the country. It's a good-sized junior college. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. It, I mean, it's real play- – you get real players. Is and- Corsicana? Yeah, Corsicana, which Corsicana. I was actually there last week. We had a reunion. Uh, the head coach is Louis Orr, who's a Hall of Fame guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buzz Williams at Virginia Tech was there. Uh, it goes way down from there with me and Scott Monarch and some other people that have all been collegiate head coaches either now or in the past or – or both. So Coach Orr is 85. We, we had a reunion for him last week and took some really good pictures and got to spend time with him. But my very first foray into recruiting, uh, they sent me out and uh, I was going to New Iberia. They had two kids down there that were very heavily recruited. High major players. Ended up going to State, Mississippi State? Uh, no. One okay, of them nothing. went to, uh, where did Chris go? UNC Charlotte and he came back to Lafayette, or Kelvin did. And I'm not sure, I think Chris... Chris Biden went to Lafayette to to USL back in the day. Anyway, heavily recruited. I mean, everybody in America is recruiting these guys. So I'm in junior college. And so I roll in there, and the grades are not there yet. So that means, you know, junior college back then was a possibility. Prep schools weren't that prevalent. And so I go in to see the coach, and you know I've got an appointment set up to talk to both of them at the same time. And man, I got my little briefcase, I got the side, man, I'm ready to go. I'm Joe recruiter, very first recruiting. Got
2: your slide ruler in all right, your front man, I, pocket. I'm ready, yeah. very
1: first recruiting. So I come into the office, and he's like, "Well, coach, uh, they got another coach in there with him, with them. As soon as they leave, you can go in, and you're on." And I'm like, all right, I, it didn't matter to me who the other coach was. I had my recruiting. I man, I was ready. And uh, about 15 minutes later. The shadow walks out of the back of the uh, principal's office. And when I say shadow, it was like, um, I don't know, the the only thing I can think of, uh, you guys are like animal plant, like Megalodon, the shark, which is just (laughs) enormous. Uh, Georgetown's John Thompson, who owned South Louisiana uh, in in the mid-'80s and early-'90s. John Thompson from Georgetown had been back there. That was the coach. You know, like you know, I'm thinking, dude, you could have told me that. I that mean, you had to follow. Yeah, I have to follow John Thompson
2: from and, Navarro.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm where, where are you? I'm, I'm you Navarro. You know, you you got you got North Carolina, LSU, you got, know, and you got the big time junior colleges no, too. You could
2: have you could have flipped that. Well, I'm actually from Corsicana State University. Uh, no, uh, but but the kids CSU, were polite.
1: Yeah. And John Thompson looked at me like I owed him money.
2: He probably did. <laughs> I, mean, um, I actually had a brush with John Thompson as well. Uh, and Dean Smith. I Dear was, God,
1: tell me it wasn't in an elevator. Uh,
2: well, you, of course, you know, my height is, is not one of my most uh, sterling features, uh, among others. But I was at some kind of convention for some – I can't remember in, my, in, in a former life. And coming out of a bar, I should say, uh, was – and I didn't know they were such good friends – was John Thompson and Dean Smith. The yes. original – it'd be like me and you. I mean, he's like Mutt and Jeff. Thompson is easily – and not just, not just tall,
1: he's just a massive human being. His, he has the most misshapen head. Yes. I mean, the head is huge, but it's like misshapen. He may only be 6'5". No, 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 no. 6'7"?
2: No. 6'8"? That dude is all a 6'10", Jamie. And Dean Smith was all a 5'10". On
1: a good day in heels.
2: Yeah, he, he and I, I, I was built, you and I are built a whole lot uh, closer to Dean Smith's right. physique. And uh, we have to use that in the past tense now because, unfortunately, Coach Smith passed away. But and it, it smoked like a, had a cigarette in his hand. I thought that, that was yeah. amazing. He Dean Smith smoke. loved to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, but those guys um, came out of, and I thought, oh my god, that's that's John Thompson and Dean Smith. And uh, of course, it was. Um, I, I saw Jim Valvano one yep. time. Met him before he got sick. And uh, so anyway, uh, of course, you I didn't have to recruit against these guys. You did. But, I don't know if you could consider yeah,
1: what I did. Uh, I think I could.
2: I think I could have gotten those kids away from Thompson, though. I really do. You know, because going, who is this little white guy coming in here recruiting me? You know, it's kind of like, it's. I'm, I'm more of an enigma than anything. You know, and they think, well, hey, if he's got the, you know, the the what not to come in here and try to recruit against me, then maybe I'll ought to listen to him. What do you think? Uh, well, I had I had one more. How fast do you think the door would be shut? on? <laughs>
1: There, there's a lot of moving parts to that one. I guarantee uh, you. It's like my friend says, everybody likes sausage. Nobody wants to know how it's made. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to be the sausage maker. You better believe it. I, I had one more. I took, a friend of mine just texted me and asked me to tell the story. So when I was a high school head coach at, at Sterlington, uh, we had a football game on a Friday night, and we had a dance as a fundraiser yeah. afterwards, right? So right. I got home like at, oh, I don't know, 1130 at night, and I had to leave because there was a Nike clinic, basketball clinic, in Birmingham mm-hmm. the next day. In Birmingham's about six and a half hours. Uh, five and a half, six. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. thereabouts. And so uh I left like at oh I don't know one o'clock in the morning so I could get there because the clinic started at like seven forty five. Mm. And so I'm up all night, right? And you know you're young you can do that. You still get tired but you can you can work the 19, 20, 21 hour days when you're when you're young when you're in your twenties. Let me put it like this. It's a lot easier to do that when you're in your 20s than when you're in your 40s or 50s or 60s, right? Correct. So I drive all night. I get there, and I've been up since like 5 that morning. And so I, I'm, I'm burning on literally an hour's sleep. And so I get it. was It was it, one of the Birmingham nice hotels, Hilton or something. It was something really nice. And so I roll into the elevator about 630-ish, and uh, – I have a friend of mine, that, and by the way, I have no money, so I have a friend of mine that has a hotel room there. I'm going to sleep on his couch for like a, an hour before the clinic starts. Or basically, I'm going to take a shower is what it amounts to. I'm not going to go to sleep. So I get on the elevator, and in the elevator was the featured speaker for the Nike clinic, one Pat Riley. Wow. And this is when he was in his heyday. with the his hair one. still all Oh, yeah, Pat it. Pat Riley's like, you know, George Hamilton had nothing on Pat Riley. Oh, yeah, Pat, sure. Pat Riley was the, was the guy with his slick back hair. And actually, I used to slick mine back when I had hair. And so, Pat Riley, and it amazed me how tall Pat Riley was. Really? You know, you see him around Magic Johnson and Kareem and all these guys. You're like, hey, okay. I was a big dude, about six, seven. Really? Yeah, Pat, Pat Riley's a... tall. Wow. And he okay. looks at me and he kind of has a smirk on his face. He goes, Coach, you look tired. I'm like, yeah, yeah, a little bit. He goes, uh, Where'd you come from? come from louisiana he goes how long a drive I, five and a half whatever it was he goes uh you drove all night I'm like yeah he goes for what i, I want to hear you and some of these other guys he goes okay i like that he goes come see me before the uh before the event starts pat riley had me a seat on the front row really yeah it's pretty cool he had his notebook there yeah. so nobody else would sit there and he sees me waves me down i got set on the, to the front row with uh pat riley
2: now he goes I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know this guy. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know this <laughs> guy. I has no idea.
1: But uh, that was a pretty cool deal. <laughs> that was a neat uh, deal. That Jerry Tarkanian there, Jim Valvano, uh, as we're going down memory lane here, Jim Valvano was there. Again, it was it was in his heyday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Valvano, and they just came up with these charges against him. And so he was working on his book. By the way, I highly recommend his book. Uh, Jim Valvano goes, my working title for my book, and I'm having to edit this for, for journalistic FCC reasons, Jim Valvano said, my working title, Life is a number two sandwich, and it's always lunchtime. <laughs> that Valveno, sounds like him. Yes, that sounds him. Jim like Valvano, Abe Lemons, and those guys, you wouldn't take the first note. Mm-hmm. Uh, PJ Carlissimo read us the uh breakfast menu from the Denny's. I mean, it was just it's bizarre how those guys used to do with the Nike clinics. You got to hear PJ Carlissimo? Yeah. And, and, he, and he read, he goes, I don't know why y'all are here, but once I want him to have a breakfast tomorrow and he starts going down. <laughs> uh, you know, I think he had to cover like an hour. Kind of uh, like us. You know, yeah, I got to cover an hour.
2: Was uh, Tark the Shark as uh, entertaining as he appeared to be? Um, yes. That he was looked a, like he was perpetually hungover. I loved
1: Tark. No, that was a very, yeah. um, that was a very intense guy. Was he? Tark was-, was a former football coach.
2: Really? Yeah. I did not know that.
1: And, and uh, he brought a lot of, uh, you know, I it's it's funny. I pick at Tommy Thorpe and people like that all the time. But but in, in all sincerity and, and truthfulness, I've learned so much from football coaches over the years. Mm-hmm. I read a lot of their books. I, I like to go to the clinics because there is a lot of carryover, especially with the toughness factor, amongst sports. Mm-hmm. And so Tark talked about some of the stuff that, you know, he had done uh to get to where they got, you know, and Tark, the the one thing about him, he took some very questionable character kids. Mm -hmm. He really did. And the overwhelming majority uh, turned out really good. But every single one of them to the day he died had one thing, and this is what was the most unique thing about Tarkanian, was that they had undying loyalty to Jerry Tarkanian.
2: They certainly did. And you could remember, and one thing I remember about these teams, they were tremendously physical. But, you know, uh, Larry, was it Larry Johnson? Larry Johnson. Uh, and was it Ogman, perhaps? Stacey Ogman? I can't remember. Stacey but anyway,
1: Ogman, Larry Johnson, uh, What was the Butler kid? Yeah, they were just – I mean, they Greg all – Greg Anthony.
2: They looked like the precursors to LeBron James back in their day. I mean, from a physical standpoint. Because you remember they hadn't come as far with, with weight training as they do now. But these guys were – the ULM were run, running Rebels. And, the, and you're right, he took some kids that – uh, maybe a little bit of questionable character, and they were had undying loyalty to him. But um, it's an interesting study in, uh, you know, in in human behavior to to really be able to watch, to be able to watch, learn, and listen to coaches like Tarkanian, Carlissimo, uh Oh, they're great, Valvano. Yeah, they they were outstanding. Uh, even even you know, I never was a big fan of John Thompson's, but you can't argue with what he. He did, and they've never really been at that same level since he retired.
1: I took a John Thompson transfer. I'll tell you that when we get back, because I had a couple of people just text me about that. Uh, Eric Miles, who played for me at Mm -hmm. Southeastern, I recruited Eric in high school, and Eric was the uh, backcourt mate to Allen Iverson Mm -hmm. for two-year starter at Georgetown. So he and
2: Iverson played together. Yeah, he and Iverson played, and
1: they're still friends and everything, but Eric and I are still really close, and he's told me some John Thompson stories from Georgetown, and Let's just say that if you did that these days, they would put you in prison.
2: Is Eric back in Louisiana? or is he Eric is, he?
1: is in Atlanta now. It's Atlanta? Yeah, okay. He's back in Atlanta. Okay. This is Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge, as we reminisce and go down memory lane here. This segment brought to you by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get uh, anywhere in the free world. him Simran U.S. 165 North in Monroe. 318-345-4545. Kenny wants to know how old I am old Kenny. He's very old. The answer, uh, Jamie's older. The answer when we return. Back in a minute.
3: Test drive award-winning and trusted vehicles at Ryan Honda in Monroe. Like the all-new 18 Honda Accord. named 2018's North American Car of the Year. How about an 18 Honda CRV, named Name Kelley Blue Book's Best Buy Award winner for Best Small SUV Crossover for 2018. You put your trust in Honda, and you can rely on Ryan Honda. For more information, visit KelleyBlueBooksKBV.com. Kelley Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Co. Inc. Name North American Car of the Year January 2018.
1: Don't put your life
0: on the line when you dig. Do what the pros do. Respect the marks. Dig with care. And before you dig, call
3: 811-Louisiana-one-call. This summer, Johnny's Pizza House is introducing the new Smokehouse Pulled Pork Pizza. You pulling my pork? Uh, No, we're not pulling your... Hey.
2: The dowser guys say they have a new pizza.
3: The new Smokehouse Pulled Pork Pizza is only here for the summer, so be sure to What
4: do you mean it's only here for the summer?
3: It'll be gone by the end of summer. The new
1: Smokehouse Pulled Pork
3: Pizza. Pe-
4: well maybe I want it after the summer.
3: <sighs> Let's just wrap this up. Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice.
1: What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545, that's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the U.S.A.J.
4: I am Jessica Ladue, member and employee for Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Ouachita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes.
1: This Father's Day, visit Ron Alexander for the clothing gift that's sure to please. Business dads will like the look and feel of a new shirt and tie. Or maybe it's a new suit that he needs. Casual dad will love the relaxed idea of Tommy Bahama sportswear. And the active dad thinks of cotton shirts, khaki pants, and shorts. For the style that fits your dad, fit him best with a gift from Ron Alexander. Knowing how to dress is knowing where to buy. North 18th Street, Monroe. Good
0: morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly sunny sky with a 20% chance of rain in the forecast for today with a high of 93 degrees. Project cloudy skies mild temperatures on tonight a low 73. Project cloudy sky with a 30% chance of rain on tomorrow and a high of 92 degrees. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop.
1: And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley reminding you folks to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, which is the Louisiana Special Olympics. Uh, three segments to go, Jamie, and I'm on the bird to Hawaii. I'm sorry. I know. It's tough, isn't it?
2: Well, somebody's got to do it, and, and you'll do a –
1: 14 years in a row? I don't
2: know. I Where, how mean, but how many, I mean, many luau's can you go to? I mean, really? You know, any, yeah, you that's, that's
1: that's a, yeah, I don't go to the luau's anymore. It's just I, I make I sure my it's, people it's, get there. You but, put
2: it on your bucket list, and then when it's over, it's over. But You yeah.
1: know, once you've seen about 200 coconut bras, they're pretty much all the same. That's just the truth. Well, I mean, how many grass skirts? Yeah, okay, that, that may not great. be that
2: exciting for you, but that'd be a big deal to me.
1: Well, after seeing them for 14 straight years, you're like, eh. Eh. Uh, Well.
2: Pearl Harbor's always
1: cool. Love going to Pearl yeah, Harbor, I'd love to, uh, although the the memorial's closed right now. They ran into it with a boat again. You know the Navy takes you they out have there. Have a tendency to do that. Don't yeah, they? they do. So it, it's closed. It
2: kind of juts out there and uh, picks a few. Kenny wanted out there, to
1: know right? how old. Kenny, I'm fi- I'm 54. And uh, but Kenny, he looks older, Kenny. I, I do look older. Because uh, <laughs> half the clinic that you were with are with Jesus now. Yes, they are.
2: <laughs> That's a very good point, Kenny. Yeah, he's. Uh, but you, uh, Terry. This is. Uh, of course, this is the summer, and uh, somewhat of a uh, an interesting point of year. I, I thought about when I saw Jack Thigpen in there early, I thought to myself, uh, you know what, I bet Jack never lost to a, a coach with rollers. I bet a, he did. We all have. House, house slippers. <laughs> Every have. one of us have. Buddy. I bet he never lost to somebody, a lady with house slippers. When he
1: was the only coach at Summerfield High School, oh, I bet he did.
2: Probably so. Probably so. But you had some interesting um, – you, you talked about you know recruiting against John Thompson and people like that. No, no, no.
1: I was recruiting the same player. He was. It wasn't recruiting against, against John him, yeah. Thompson.
2: But you had a player, uh, of course, in South Louisiana, and a lot of times we don't think. Of it, and Jack was bringing some of these up. You know, some names we kind of uh, walk down memory line. But a, a kid that you recruited uh, and then ended up getting him back. This is why it's so important to establish relationships. Absolutely. Because they c- it can come back to you.
1: They do a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of times you – I know at Southeastern we did this. You would recruit kids that you're probably not going to get the first go around. They're going to go bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to go with brighter lights. And then if, when things don't work out, the coach leaves. There's a million reasons. They're looking to go, okay, where could I come back to? Mm-hmm. Well, we were talking during the break. Uh, there's a kid named Eric Miles that played at Napoleonville, uh, Louisiana Assumption High School. Mm-hmm. Where Brandon Jacobs was. Yeah, yeah, they, Brandon Jacobs was there. Uh, at any rate, uh, if you remember back in the 80s and the early 90s, Georgetown ran most of South Louisiana in terms of players. They always had players from New Orleans or South Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all of them. Right. Uh, uh, Perry McDonald. Right. Uh, Fred Brown. I mean, this, just a, a host of them. And, and Eric's no – I mean, Eric was, you know, 5'10", about – Oh, 205, built like Mike Tyson, could shoot the ball 10 feet off. He was a high Division one player. And so I'm recruiting him because I'm a junior college coach, and he hasn't made his test scores yet and had a little bit of room to, to work on that. And so you have some of the best junior colleges in the country recruiting him, all the Division ones. And so I walk into a gym. Uh, this is after the shell shock of John Thompson. This is this is some months later, or maybe even a year later. And uh, there's, I don't know. 50, 60 coaches standing around. He got through practicing, so he's out there shooting free throws. And uh, in junior college is, you know, you can talk to, to, like, Ryan Cross, for example, was a, was a really good junior college coach. He, we don't have that many rules, mm-hmm. all right? Division one, you have contact rules when you can talk to them when you can't. Junior college, you can pretty much live with them, all right? <laughs> uh, there's really no, you know.
2: And some do, probably. And some,
1: yeah, no, some absolutely do. Yeah. And so, all these Division One coaches, there a few junior college coaches. Well, I have to do something to stand out, and again, you you, you got to be different. And so I walk out on the floor. I got my suit on, right? Walk out on the floor. Hey, Eric. Hey, Coach. Uh, so, man, let me ask you a question. If I just dunk the ball right here, once you just go ahead and sign with us, we'll be done with it. And he kind of looks at me. <laughs> And, and Eric, done, Eric at 5'10 could really get up. So he kind of looks at me, and, and I think I must have not passed the eye test I think he felt pretty safe. And so he throws me the ball. Like, all right, so I'll throw the ball back to him. I take my jacket off, kind of stretch half-heartedly a little bit. Stretching those hammies. Stretching those hammies out. All right, give me the ball, man. All right, coach. And he kind of has this big smile on his face. And so I take four steps to the goal like I'm getting ready to go up, and I stop right before I do. I start laughing, shook my hand. I threw the ball back to him. He goes, what are you doing? I'm like, that's oh, just too easy. And I walk off the court. <laughs> he follows me off the court back to the coach's office. We leave all those 60 coaches sitting in there uh, wondering what just happened. That was one of my better recruiting stories. I ended up signing him uh, in junior college. He took his ACT the last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was coming to us in junior college. Uh, this is the same time Allen Iverson. Uh, was in the same recruiting class. And Arviston, if you remember, had some legal difficulties prior uh, to signing with Georgetown. Prior to signing with yep. Georgetown. They right. didn't know if he was going to be in prison or what. Right. At any rate, uh, Eric, on his last um, attempt to take the ACT, did really well on it. And so he ends up going to Georgetown, and he's the leading scorer in the NCAA tournament for two years for them. Uh, after his sophomore year, he's playing in a summer just pickup game, and Patrick Ewing steps on his foot and breaks it and uh eric uh like a lot of especially in south louisiana if you're not active and you eat the diet that a lot of people in south louisiana eat or or me or you or whatever you will the game. Yeah. and so eric his weight went up and john thompson's like yep gotta go and so everybody uh you know south of the mason dixon lines all over eric miles but when i'd recruited him i'd gotten to be really close with his mother and just, I actually, I went to her funeral, one, one of the best women I'd, I'd ever met in my life. Wow. Uh, just, it had nothing to do with basketball, just the values and uh, just, you know, you're just comfortable with people. And uh, long story short, when I talked to her when he was transferring, she goes, Coach, there was nobody else he was going to. She goes, all these people can call. And there were a lot bigger names in southeastern Louisiana on that list. I mean, there were some, some pretty heavy hitters uh, on that list. She goes, yep, he was coming with you.
2: So it pays to leave a good impression. It pays to be persistent, and uh, you know you watch recruiting nowadays in in, in football. And I, I watch these kids that you know they they get the offers from like the the Group of Five, and then they get that Power Five offer. they maybe just one, it maybe just two, but almost inevitably, all these kids always, most of the time, sign with the. With the Power Fives, and then they bright lights, big city, Jamie. And, and I've actually kind of done this, just not scientifically, or I've just kind of. I wonder where this. And almost inevitably, a lot of those kids end up bouncing back. When and, I was in uh, Texas
1: Wesleyan, every year we would get the recruiting list. I want to, I would get my assistants to do it and, and put it together for me. I want you to go back two years. Mm-hmm. Every Division One kid that signed out of our region, which was Dallas, Fort Worth, mm-hmm. from Houston all the way across, that signed Division One. Run those people down and see what their stats are.
2: It's a great – yeah, because uh, – and, and especially now. We, we, we talked about this yesterday with the transfer rules being what they that are. That was our recruiting list. It's about ready to become, you know, total free agency, which I don't think is a good idea. But I like restricted free agency now. But now it's hard, Terry, to uh, – and let's just say what it is. I, I truly believe that Les Miles would probably still be the head coach at LSU had there not been such a thing as – underclassmen being able to declare early uh, for the draft because he's had – it's it's killed him. It killed him. But he recruited to, – to, it's somewhat his fault. Calipari's done recruited.
1: pretty well with that.
2: Yeah, but Calipari – it's smaller numbers. And he's always been able to replenish. Nick
1: Saban's done the same thing. I mean, I, I, yeah. look, I'm not, I'm not buying the excuses. I, I'm sorry. You you know the deal going in.
2: Well, but, he recruited to that. I mean, that's what of the recruited he to did. That. That's so what he go said. Go get new people. Orgeron's not so much pushing that anymore because it hurt him this I, offseason. I don't think
1: that he can get the same players.
2: No, he can't. And uh, go back. When did Saban take over at Alabama? 2006, 2007? Oh, Something right. like that. Go back and see all the kids – from this state that LSU tried to get that he got. And guess what? Nine out of ten times they came back to beat them. Landon Collins, Eddie Lacy. We can go on and on and on. Cam Robinson. And, you know, if you got the talent – I'm not saying John Thompson wasn't a great coach. I'll just say this. John Thompson had better players than nine out of ten teams he played. Fair statement?
1: As Mike Vining said one time in a clinic, they told him, Hey, what what was the exact quote? You just get better players. He goes, That's great coaching. (laughs) You got to. Yeah, he's right. And look, I I mimic and kind of make fun of coaching sometimes. You see this in clinics a lot. You know, you got to have good players and not mess them up. Mm -hmm. And and that's a big key to it. Don't get me wrong. You got to have some coaching. And some are better than others. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, you're trying to create in basketball or even in football. I'm trying to create a momentary advantage. I need a two on one, a three on two, a four on three, five, whatever that is. I want momentary advantage. Or if it's one on one, I got to win. If it's a one on one matchup, my player has got to win.
2: I think one of the things that impressed me the most about the back in the back in the day, since we're we're reminiscing somewhat on this uh, on this Friday, uh, the years where NLU slash ULM was so good, the years of the Mike Roses, the Jerry Jingles, Tommy Grubbs, but then it became as you well know the Bobby Joe Douglases, the um uh oh gosh, I can't remember Arthur Hayes, Mayo, Arthur Hayes. Nats, all those cats. Yeah, but you know, a lot of those a lot of those teams were built on class B and Class C players. And not necessarily built but at least supplemented by yeah,
1: Arthur Hayes out of Rabel.
2: Yeah. So I mean, you're not talking about kids that necessarily played at a high level, and I think that's one of the things that impressed me the most is how they were able to compete. And because they went to the NCAA tournament seven times. Now, they've never been successful getting that first-round win yet, but they have been to the NCAA tournament a number of times.
1: Well, Casey Jones matches up against Bobby Hurley.
2: I can remember somebody telling me when they went up against Duke. Duke was – I think yeah. they were down by two at half, and they're going, the Duke players, damn, these guys can jump. Yep. I mean, and, and Duke was superior. Oh, yeah. In every way. but Always. Know.
1: That was a, uh, what was it, uh, Greyhound and Carlos Funches mm-hmm. and all that group. That was the the Tom Schubert, Mike Ron Vine. Stewart. Thing, yeah, Tom it, Schubert got
2: Ron Stewart Yeah, he's here. a Ron Morse guy. Yeah.
1: Uh, at any rate, notice the Sports Talk 97.7 Memory Lane continues. When we return, this segment brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, who was a fine player in his own right. Yes, he was. Uh, give Bobby a call today. But he, a better lawyer. But a much better lawyer than a player. He was pretty good at both. Give them a call today, 318 324 Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law. Back in a minute. It's
0: all about. Take your-
3: How do you like to spend your weekend? All work, no play? Get the most out of
1: summer with a Hustler Raptor starting at $25.99. Here's Richie McKinney. Hustler mowers are built stronger and perform faster, allowing you more time to do the things you love. Right now, McKinney's has the Hustler Raptor for only $25.99. That's with a 42-inch welded steel deck and 22-horsepower Kohler engine, and you can finance with 0% for 42 months. Stop by McKinney's today, your outdoor superstore in Ruston, model number
3: 935742, financing for qualified buyers.
0: This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge inviting you to our moving sale. We're moving into our new dealership and we've got to reduce what we have to move. We've got 18 Journey SE with Blacktop Edition and Popular Equipment Group for only 19 dollars 9. 18 Chargers with the Blacktop appearance is only 24 dollars Get an 18 Chrysler 300 Touring for only 25 dollars and get an 18 Jeep Cherokee Latitude Plus for only 19 dollars 9. We've also got great deals on demos, so don't miss our moving sale and huge discounts at Brennan Dodge and Ruston. Music runs deep. In the land where America's music was born. Adventure runs deep. On endless acres of woods, water, and wildlife. History runs deep from civil war to civil rights to space exploration. Mississippi runs deep. So come experience it for yourself. Follow our music trails to the birthplace of the blues, the father of country music and the king of rock and roll. Explore our rich history and culture in dynamic museums that bring the past to life. Play all day on our lakes, streams and golf courses. Then play all night at a luxurious casino resort.
2: Mississippi
0: runs deep. So don't just get your feet wet, dive in deep. Start planning your Mississippi experience today at visitmississippi.org. Hi, Kevin from Hi-Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhightech.com or find us on Facebook.
4: Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. I encourage you to drive to Bozier City for your new home.
2: Whether you live close to Bozier or 150 miles away, it will be worth the drive. We will save you thousands on single wide, double wide, triple wide, or modular. We've got them all. Check out our photo gallery at
3: Tilly'sHomes.com.
4: Speedy Oil Change and tune up is committed to helping you preserve the life of your engine with the highest quality maintenance service for your vehicle. Chevron Haviland is now their featured oil. Speed Speedy offers tune-ups, brakes, radiator service, headlamp restoration, and 17-point oil change. They're your Bridgestone Firestone dealer and provide nitrogen tire filling. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up, providing Chevron Heveline as their featured oil. Speedy Oil Change, 350 North Service Road, Ruston.
0: Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up. Yeah. Living on
4: the Edge. Living on
0: the Edge makes weekdays more fun especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And
1: hey, welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox. All right, so I want to get into this. Uh, <laughs> Miles Garrett, the top pick in the NFL draft a year ago, Jamie, uh, was I didn't realize he was an Arlington Martin guy. Like, Out of Texas a Right down the street from where I was for a long time. Uh, played all three or two sports at Arlington Martin, went to A&M, number one draft pick in the world for the NFL, goes to the hapless Cleveland Browns, and he is such a good pick that, uh, yeah, they went 0 for last year. And so Miles is throwing a little shade toward Kevin Durant, you know, because he has a Twitter account and he's got to use it. And so Miles, the Cleveland Browns, 0-16, <laughs> awful, uh, tweets out that Durant took the easy way out when he signed with the Warriors a couple years ago. You hopped on a 73-9 and 9 team and took the easy way out, in my mind. I would never do that. Uh, KD broke the league, quote. With KD, you just stick him in and he scores. You already knew what they had. Uh, you're going to have pretty easy success. Anybody can have an off night and they still find a way to win. Further quote, if I were him, famous last words i would have never made a move like that in the first place me i'm too competitive to try to ride on somebody else's coattails and get a win okay mr garrett the last time you had a win, okay you're at the cleveland browns it's texas a&m all right the one thing you shouldn't talk about is winning okay that just let's just let's take that right out the door here that's like uh, i don't know people asking me for hair care product advice all right. you, you used
2: to be able to give that. Yeah, advice. I
1: used to, but yeah. not anymore. Okay, you're 0-16 with the Cleveland Browns. The last time you won a college football game, Kevin Durant was in Oklahoma City. The last time you won a football game, when you put pads on and put your helmet and cleats on and laced them up, it was October of 2016 when you beat the powerhouse UT San Antonio Roadrunners. That's the last time you've experienced a win in your football career. And so you're going to – I'm too compa- – please, man.
2: It's so bad in Cleveland that Hugh Jackson takes a dip into Lake – what was it, Lake Erie?
1: Yes, it yeah. didn't try to come up.
2: Uh, it wanted <laughs> – he yeah, was hoping to drown. He yeah. uh, took about uh, – Five minutes? Yeah, it took about 500 fans with him. They all took a dip, which he had promised, and he made good on it. I'll give him credit for that. But I something tells me he might be doing it again next year. I don't know, but you're the Cleveland Browns and you're Miles Garrett. Shut
1: up! Just shut up, dude.
2: Just win a game. Hey, let's, let's, gonna, let's start with win number one. Then we can start throwing shade. at No, no, when you win six games this year, then you can maybe say something. But That's uh, like
1: me who's a little overweight making fun of people that are fat. Those jeans make you look fat. No, you're behind and those jeans make you look fat.
2: I don't know. What would be probably, Terry, yours and mine's gross overweightness be uh, combined? It would be a lot. Uh, a lot, but we're, we have a shape, we're in shape, round is a shape, and, and we are, uh, I think, like you said, when you get in your 50s, I don't care what you do, you're still going to resemble a pair, pretty much, right, I mean, you know, even my dog tells me to keep my clothes on, and he's the only one in the house with me, so that tells you how bad it gets when you're being in your, in, in your 50s, and then when you're with the Cleveland Browns, it's so bad that you, I, I think that's a little bit of. Would you say that's a little bit of envy on his part, you think?
1: Dude, you're with the Cleveland Browns. I mean, number one, you're in Cleveland, and you're not on a team with LeBron. That's got to suck. Number two, you went 0-16, and you're the top pick in the world. Oh, we got the top pick. You would think the top pick in the world in any sport would get you at least one win, right? Just, just No, one, but it hasn't. Just one. No, no. And then to double down on that, they're making the Miles Garrett pick look sheer genius with Baker Mayfield. Are you kidding me? Yeah,
2: I, I don't uh, I don't see good things in Cleveland. They had an opportunity there that I think, you know, they could have gotten, I don't know, they could have gotten uh, another quarterback, which Baker Mayfield may end up being the greatest, but he hasn't beaten out. <laughs> yeah, you could have gotten down the road, you could have gotten probably uh, the kid Chubb from uh, North Carolina State to pair with the uh, – Aforementioned Miles Garrett didn't do that.
1: Jamie, it's even worse if you're if you're
2: if you're Cleveland. What do you? I mean, if you're a Cleveland no, if Browns, you're Miles fan,
1: Garrett, it's even worse. Okay. Uh, you familiar with the movie Shrek? Yes. Uh, the music group Smash Mouth probably not on your playlist. I've heard of Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth like sings the title songs and all that. That's it, what you, they
2: probably you, refer to you, us as Smash yeah, Mouth. You, yeah, you
1: you would have heard the songs that they do, like I'm on sure. Shrek, right? Yeah. Uh, Bands, as a general rule, maybe with the exception of the Rolling Stones and a few people like that, and they're too old to fight, maybe Motley Crue, are not really recognized as really violent people.
2: Well, unless you close the bar on them. Smash Mouth
1: (laughs) gets really offended at Miles Garrett. Apparently they're Warrior or Kevin Durant fans. Smash Mouth, the verified Twitter account of the band. Mm. Hey, Miles Mm. Garrett, Mm. nobody knows who the expletive deleted you are and nobody gives a expletive deleted what you would do in genius the warriors did win the championship the season before kd signed so not sure what coattails you're referring to this is your twitter page another expletive deleted at miles garrett dude when the shrek tribute band is calling you out and you're in cleveland they're like hey well it can't get much worse hold my beer and watch this
2: uh, Smash Mouth, I guess, is from uh, the, the uh, Golden State.
1: Danny skeleton. Partridge is going to call him out next. I mean, that's how. Richie Jones. Cunningham. That's Davey about Jones. how bad. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Davy Jones is going to threaten to beat up Miles Garrett. <laughs> Might just, dude, just delete your Twitter account and, and go over 16. Uh, oh, my God.
2: Oh, poor Cleveland Browns. Pure. But Miles Garrett, no, it, it's like you said. You, I think if I'm a member of the Cleveland I'm not sure I even let family members know I'm playing for them. Uh, what are you doing? But, I'm in prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just. I don't. It's. I'm currently. I'm still looking for work. How cool right. is
1: this going to be? How cool? And I tell you what's going to happen here. You know, we've got the uh, the Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball <laughs> things going on, right? This is. And Coward talked about this. And and, I, and I'm going to give him credit for it. I thought that was a really good analogy. It's called
2: diss text. What diss tracks? Diss tracks. It'd be like
1: when I drop something on iTunes. I I, I rap about your height or well,
2: your you roundness
1: thing. or. Right. But then I get really personal. Right. Uh, you know, uh, Lonzo Ball, who's supposed to be buddies with uh, with Kuzma, they are both rookies together, and mm-hmm. Kuzma's significantly better. Uh, so Lonzo Ball makes a rap song and releases it on iTunes called Kylie Kuzma. So making fun of him, ha, 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 all that. Anyway, goes into a whole spiel, and I don't know where you're from. I, I know where I'm from. Uh, Kylie, Kyle Kuzma does not ha- doesn't know who his biological dad is. All right, that's just that's just fact. I'm not saying good, bad or that's just fact, right?
2: Unfortunate, but yeah.
1: Lonzo Ball goes on the track and says, "Hey, you don't know who your daddy is, but I'm going to son you now." That in a lot of places would be crossing the line, right? I mean, that yeah, you know, you make fun of me about being short or being fat or, or, a or having necessary. a big nose yeah. or yeah, okay, fair enough. Dude, that's a little much.
2: That's something he can't control. And so, of
1: course, naturally the guy's going to go, oh, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. It's, it's all good. Dude, that's a problem with that. When you Would you throw that out there? Either you have the worst judgment in the history of the world.
2: Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're not saying that a, a member of the Ball family exercises bad judgment well, on occasion? Kyle Kuzma
1: you? does come back with something pretty good. He made some kind of references. I think he has a picture of like 18 pair of sunglasses <laughs> which is a reference oh, yeah, to his no. brother stealing the things in yeah. China, which I thought was pretty good. That's a good comeback. But yes. if you're Magic Johnson and people are like, well, that's just the youth today and all this. If you remember D'Angelo Russell and uh, Swaggy P, yes. back in the day, Nick Young, they had the the thing with uh, Iggy Azalea, who Swaggy P was engaged to, and D'Angelo Russell thought it would be a really cool idea to film him talking about cheating on her, and uh, that blows up. And then Magic Johnson had just come in with the Lakers, right? So Magic Johnson says, "You know, we need to have adults here." And so the Nick Young, Swaggy P disaster that was the Los Angeles Lakers. Very first thing he does is cut bait with uh, with uh, D'Angelo Russell. He's immature. He's an idiot. Gotta go. Gotta go. Uh, they are going after the biggest free agent in the last quarter century. There's not. I, I would tell you in all in the history of the NBA, probably not been a bigger free agent than LeBron James on the market this summer. Correct. Still got two, three, four good years left. For sure, three. Uh, LeBron James is going to bring stars with him. So, I mean, you could see Kawhi Leonard. You could see Paul George. Uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. There's a host of people, and he's probably going to bring two, if not three, with him. So, it's a chance to overhaul the Lakers roster. LeBron James uh, has gone on record, doesn't like playing with immaturity uh, with the kids, would put up with J.R. Smith, who, by the way, threw a bowl of soup at a coach earlier this year. LeBron was like, yeah, it's okay, because he shoots it a little bit. He puts up with his immaturity off the court because he's somewhat, despite his stuff in the finals, mature on the court. So now, as you're Magic Johnson, you're trying to put all this stuff together. They drop a diss track. I'm going to tell you why this might be the kiss of death for Lonzo and the Ball family. And uh, they may be making permanent residence in Lithuania because the one thing about Magic Johnson, Genie uh, Bus, Polinka. Those cats understand what's going on. I'll give you a prediction of what they're going to do, and then we'll see this play out while I'm in Hawaii. I can come back and either uh, uh, gloat about it or tell you I was wrong. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx. Last segment rolls around after these messages. This segment brought to you by our friends at Vantage and Billy Justice. Back in a minute.
3: Come to a peachy paradise, June 22nd and 23rd for the Louisiana Peach Festival in Ruston. Friday, June 22nd, enjoy music from Lacey Cavalier. And John King. Don't miss the rodeo, the peach art exhibit, lots of arts and crafts, and of course, the Peach Parade. June 23rd, we'll have a battle of the bands in Ruston's Railroad Park. Closing out the Peach Festival will be renowned New Orleans party band, Bag of Donuts. From top of the pop to rock songs
0: to dance. All with that Bag of Donuts twist. The
3: 2018 Louisiana Peach Festival in Ruston, June 22nd and 23rd. With a kids fishing tournament, a peach art exhibit, games and carnival rides, a rodeo, That sounds like a lot, right? Well, it's not even half the story. Go check out more for yourself at LouisianaPeachFestival.org. The Louisiana Peach Festival, in Ruston, June 22nd and 23rd.
4: If you could talk to your animal when they say, (coughs) They're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope.
3: You fought for me.
4: You treated me like family.
2: Now we say thanks.
4: It's good to know we can count on Bobby.
0: I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't
4: delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. The Louisiana Peach Festival Family Fun Day in the Park will be held June 22nd from noon until 5 p.m. And there's no admission charge. For details, visit LouisianaPeachFestival.org.
3: You take pride in your lawn. That's why you cut the grass yourself.
1: Here's Richie McKinney. A big yard calls for a tough mower. The Hustler Fast Track is engineered with commercial features for the homeowner. Right now, get your Hustler Fast Track with a powerful 23-horse Kohler engine and 48-inch welded steel deck at our lowest price ever, just forty nine ninety nine. That's over $1,800 in savings. Plus, qualified buyers can finance at 0% for 42 months.
3: Come see our full line of Hustler mowers today at your outdoor superstore McKinney's in Ruston, model 6054.
0: How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry
1: Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. The edge. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox. I'm closing it down for myself here. I'll be off for seven days. In Hawaii. I'm going to try to give you guys a call and harass it because I'm going to be up. It'll be When we're on here it will be 4 a.m. in Hawaii, and for the at least the first three days, I'll be up. So I'll you probably you know be, nobody's feeling sorry for you. Oh, I know. Even I know. though you're going to be sleep deprived, I mean, yeah, you know, I can sleep when I'm dead. Uh, so anyway, let's talk real quick about what's going on here with um, with Lonzo, with, with the Ball family, LeBron, and all that. So if you're Magic Johnson, you're setting everything up to try to attract literally the biggest free agent in the history, maybe of sport. I, I would probably say that, all due respect to all the soccer people all over the world, and so the one thing you don't need is distractions. Do you remember the movie? It was like Sopranos or Goodfellas, right? And this is De Niro before he went crazy <laughs> in in the Goodfellas movie. And you yeah. have you seen Goodfellas? You've seen yes, play, yeah. you've seen parts of it, I, right? I have. Yeah. All right, they had this big heist. It's like Lufthansa Airlines or whatever it's called. They get the, the biggest robbery ever. They get like seven, eight million dollars in New York City. And so De Niro's the head of the thing, and he's like, look, nobody call attention to yourself. Don't go buy anything extravagant. Just stay to the- In other words, don't draw attention to yourself and blow this deal. Well, the night after it happens, they're all hanging out at the bar. Well, In comes dudes with new cars, and their girls are wearing these big fur coats. And, and De Niro's like, I thought, wh- which part of be cool did you not get? Well, what happens after that? It's whacking time. All of a sudden, these dudes start waking up dead because they are cutting bait. Magic Johnson, when you had the Swaggy P and uh, D'Angelo Russell debacle, uh, next thing you know, D'Angelo Russell's in in witness protection. He's out of there. Swaggy P now is a very prominent member of the Golden State Warriors. I think he actually got in a game once this year, but he's there for the him and J.R. Smith are buddies. Uh, You start whacking people. And so if you're LeBron James, you're trying to get LeBron, and let's let's face it, folks, despite what uh LeVar says, uh LeBron is a little bit more of a draw than Lonzo, who Lonzo shot 30%, Jamie Foxx, from the three point line this year. Thirty. Thirty. He's got a funky release, averaged ten points a game. He's okay. It was it was okay. Uh not exactly the the standards they're looking for, but he's releasing a rap video with his family. Already done that.
2: And you said 30%. 30%
1: 30 free throws. He is 30% from the three line. I'm sorry, from the three line. He's doing the diss tracks on a teammate. It reeks of immaturity. And Magic Johnson and the Lakers are about presentation. Adults work there. It's an adult-level deal. And you can't not understand they're going after LeBron James and you and your boy are releasing, releasing diss tracks on each other. Well, here's what I know about LeBron. The only big time point guard he's ever played with is Kyrie Irving. Everybody else has been nondescript. Okay, no, nobody's been very good he's played with because LeBron is a ball dominant guard who basically is a point guard. Okay, you don't need Lonzo. But ball- you think about Miami—he played with Mario Chalmers. Uh, but you think of that other team from D. Wade to Ray Allen uh, to Bosh to uh, uh, Matt Miller, uh, Haslam—all they're all veteran dudes. And, you know, he loved, he loved those cats. Even uh, soup-throwing at assistant coach J.R. Smith played well at times. And, you know, he was consistent. He's just going to be remembered for the one bonehead play, which it was. So LeBron wants to generally be around adults. And so you don't need Alonzo Ball, who's going to be dominant. The second thing, oh, by the way, it looks really good in your presentation that your future point guard is dropping rap videos and diss tracks and not working on his 30% afflicted jump shot self uh, in the offseason. Doesn't look good. He's throwing uh, really personal shots at your teammates. You throw in the fact that LeVar Ball is going to be there, LeVar bags on Luke Walton every chance he gets. So if you're Magic Johnson, and Magic Johnson is no fool. I mean, this, this guy knows what he's doing. Uh, He trained with Pat Riley, played for Pat Riley. Uh, How ironic would this be, Jamie Foxx? They signed LeBron James. They cut or trade Lonzo Ball to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, by the way, and and Kyle Kuzma is going to end up in, uh, oh, I don't know, Brooklyn or Atlanta or somewhere like that.
2: Well, I think they're, like you said, when you're showing that uh, lack of maturity, and you, you're a business person like Magic Johnson is, and you see the the lack of attention to uh, perfecting his craft better, although, you know, Daddy thinks he's a second coming. Um, let me ask you this. If if that doesn't go down, okay, let's just say that uh, LeBron signed somewhere besides L.A.
1: They're going to blame it on Lonzo and the Ball family. Okay. That, that's who's going to get the blame if you're a Laker fan. And Magic Johnson for not shipping that entire steaming pile of horse manure out. FSS trade the whole family to the Knicks. Look, the Knicks are messed up, <laughs> but they don't want to be more messed up. Yeah. Put, put, Le- put LeVar Ball in a major media market outside Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. They'll eat him alive. I mean, he's got his junior basketball league starting this weekend. I think like seven people have bought tickets, and four of them are his family members. Uh, you know, it's just a disaster. I think people have grown weary of that. We've never had in the history of sport a more over-the-top helicopter parent than LeVar Ball, ever. Mm -hmm. It's just not a good look, and if you're Magic Johnson, Rob Palenka, if you're Jenny Buss, tweeted out the other night some kind of little cryptic deal about you know the unthinkable could certainly happen. Look, they're getting rid of the dude. They're cutting bait. LeVar's already sort of set this thing up uh, because he said, well, you know, if they don't sign all three of my boys – they're going to be together somewhere. You know where they're going to be together at, uh, oh, I don't know, 24-hour fitness on the court? That's where they're going to be together playing basketball or the Lithuanian League and probably the 24-hour fitness. No, they don't
2: even want them in Lithuania anymore. The
1: 24-hour hour fitness in Swartz is more highly competitive than the, the the Lithuanian League that they played in. Uh, they're going to cut bait, Jimmy. I would tell you by mid-next week, they're you know if they're serious about LeBron, and I think they are, Magic Johnson wants a championship. He wants to be uh, – to be rebuilt with the Lakers, they're going to have to get LeBron. And L- Lonzo Ball and LeBron James will not play together. That is my my prediction because it just doesn't fit. LeBron needs shooters around him, right? A point guard shooting 30%. John Laws used to have a uh, uh, a saying when I was at Southeastern, uh, you call guards that can't shoot self-check. You know, the Warriors will give that guy every three-point shot. Hey, wide open, shoot it, dude. Hope you make one, because you'll keep shooting. It. Can't shoot, he self-check, and so self-check guys in the NBA don't work, uh, you know. And so LeBron needs guys around him that can shoot. Lonzo Ball does not do that. LeBron's going to be a ball dominant person on the floor. Lonzo Ball is a ball dominant guard. It ain't working. Which one's better? Cut bait.
2: I mean, it makes. It, I mean, if you got the chance, if if LeBron James and his agent approach you. If you're genie bus, as you said, the Laker brain thrust, and you said, hey, uh, this is what needs to happen. This is what you need to do in order to make it happen. What do you think one of the first things is going to be jettison Lonzo Ball? Oh, he's gone. Thanks. I'm telling you,
1: he's gone by, by mid-next week, if not earlier. Thanks,
2: LeVar. See you. done it again.
1: It's been real. It's been fun. It hasn't been real fun. If, good good luck in Uruguay.
2: <laughs> if you're lucky, you get to stay in Cleveland.
1: I think you get to go to Cleveland. Cleveland. How ironic would that be? Anyway, Jamie, has been fun uh, this week. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, our friends uh, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, G.B. Cooley, Spa Sponavail, Vantage, our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care anywhere in the free world. You'll see him on US 165 North in Monroe. 318-345-4545. For John Tabor, for Jamie Fox. I'm Terry Walter. Mark Kramer and Jamie will be holding it down next week. We will. I will be back Wednesday week. I'll fly back in, get in, and be ready to roll with you. The Lord knows what I'll do. I'm probably gonna give you guys a call just to make sure you're doing it right. Because I get texts from our fans.
2: Yeah, we to need to, to, be, to we, make me
1: let me know that y'all are not doing stuff right or that you are. Most of the time you're not. But uh no, we, we I, I'll be good. checking on you guys. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Aloha folks. See ya.
0: Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it on. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday